minutes away from your team's first right title. Right it's only one quarter till your name hangs with idols. Preparation, everything, fundamentals, vital. Each game is survival. Never be trusted. I ride a diesel through your town like the Miami Heat. South Beach, they be showing us love. Takes it up. Everybody, welcome to the NBA 2K League Show on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. Brought to you by Rode Microphones, studio quality with easy accessibility since 1967. We are your source for NBA 2K League coverage each and every week. Here, covering the best of the best, not the rest of the rest. Let's jump right into this week's edition of the NBA 2K League Show here on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. We are going to start it off with a look at all of the action from week number eight in our recap. Then we are going to jump in to our power rankings, and we'll finish it off with our preview section looking at week number nine. What is good, Dash Radio, Nothing But Net Radio? Welcome to the NBA 2K League post-game show. I am your host, JP, the franchise from Off The Ball Network. I can't do this alone. I got my co-host with me, Off The Ball Network himself, too, as well. My man, Don Juan. What is up, my brother? Hey, hey, what's going on? Good evening, good evening. What an exciting night. Playoffs quickly approaching. And these games, man, this is where it counts, man. You got to gotta give it your all. But nonetheless, it was a great show for all these teams tonight. But let's get right into it, man. Oh, yeah, man, for sure, for sure, man. You know, tonight's games, you know, we've seen a lot of sweeps. So, you know, thank you. pull out the brooms i had to pull out the mops and everything and just clean up all these sweeps tonight except for one game and everything before we get into the games uh shout out to duck from next game and they have a a week off this week they don't have no games but he is the player of the week for week seven and he this is his this is back to back. I mean, back to back, like Drake back to back. Uh, 33.3 points a game, 9.5 assists last week. Went 3-1 and one with the one loss to Nets uh, GC, which we'll talk about later tonight. That had an awful, awful defensive performance and everything. But, man, tell me your thoughts on Duck and what Nick's game is doing. Man, Nick's game and- Represent, man, represent. You know how I feel about Knicks game, and that's that's my home team right there. But they've been pretty impressive, you know. I, I they were a little bit disappointing to, towards the, towards the beginning of the year, but it seems like they they've kind of you know getting together, playing like a team, and and making a run when it counts. Exactly, for sure. You know, they've been playing really well. You know, they, um, you know, defeated and sweeped the Hawks' talent last week. Um, and also, you know, like I said, they lost to the Nets in one game, but they won um, another game against the Nets uh, last week, too, as well. So I'm going to go ahead and give Duck a round of applause for back to back player of the week. So, Duck, here you go.
just awesome, just awesome, just awesome. This is Off the Ball Network Takeover NBA 2K League post game show. Let's go ahead and get into it. And what else to talk about than the Wizards District Gaming and the Heat Check Gaming, where we pretty much saw a sweep um, by the Wizards District Gaming in game one. They took the game 66 to 50, and in game two, 74 to 59. Pretty much, you know, what I got from both games one is that the Wizards are just a serious team. It's a, one of those teams that is so difficult to play against just because of JBM and Day 5, their chemistry and everything. But it's not just them two that you have to worry about. You have to worry about just Aqua, who had a really consistent performance tonight with 18 points in the first game. It's 15 points the second game. And... Basically, Butch came out, played really well, too, as well. Uh, JBM leading the way with 22 points in both of the games. Um, Day 5 didn't really have much of a great game in the first one because he had five turnovers, but 11 points and nine rebounds. But he kind of came back in the second game uh, with almost a triple-double and had five steals, too, as well. And basically, the heat checking just could not do anything. It's just been just a turnover show for heat che uh, check. It's just uh, disappointing and Sav and Kali it just seems like they just couldn't they just couldn't find their rhythm they just keep turning the ball over but you know, the only person that actually showed up is Hot Shot um, so tell me your thoughts about the series between the Wizards and the Heat Check I mean it's the Wizards man what, what do you expect I mean it's the defending champs you know you gotta respect these guys these guys come here it's a little disappointing with, with the Heat just not really for this game, but just just for how they've been playing this season. It seems like that that trade that you know I thought that that trade for Sav early in the season was gonna you know kind of get that team together. Like like for example, a team tonight that we saw where somebody made his debut. But we'll get to that later. Mm -hmm. But you know that he haven't been able to get the, get that 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 team going, and I get it. It's, it's against the Wizards who tonight just dominantly took over. The, and and the Heat realistically gave gave some good competition in both games in the first half, but it seems like the Wizards just coasted and turned it up in the second half in both games and never looked back. So, man, the Wizards looking looking like they want to repeat again. Definitely, for sure. You know they're playing like they had they're on a mission and everything. Basically, they just did this to the Heat check tonight in the second half because they had two fourth quarter explosions. Like, <laughs> I mean, seriously, like you know, twenty two to fifteen in the first game, um, you know, in the fourth quarter, and then in the second game they twenty three to sixteen. Just seems like the Heat check is just like I don't. I just don't know what's. I just don't know what's going on, and. The, in the third quarter with the heat check in the first game, four points. Four points. It's just terrible. Like, my five-year-old niece could score four points. Like, you got to play a lot better. But, you know, Heat Checking got to take this lesson tonight, you know, and definitely play well the next game and everything. I expect more from Heat Check, especially from South and Kylie, too, as well. Hot Shot, you know, played really well both of these games. Um, Almost had double-doubles in both of these games. So, But the Wizards, 
you know, sweep the heat two to zero. And that was your that was your first sweep of the evening on this block party Wednesday. The block is too hot, just like Little Wayne just said and everything. And let's go ahead and get into the second series, which is not really a sweep. But it was a tied series between the Jazz Gaming and the Pistons GT where we saw that the Jazz had the lead the whole game in the first game. And then it just went downhill from there where the Pistons outscored the Jazz 33-19. to And Cooks from the Pistons hit that dagger. I mean, just a lovely dagger right on the Jazz game. And even though Splashy had a great... Uh, game the first game, you know, with 31 points and 10 assists. And, you know, that second game, you know, the Jazz probably took that personally. I mean, they came out with a vengeance and Splashy hit him with a 40 bogle. I mean, just just hit him with the 40 bogle. And, but, you know, Radiant and Cooks played really well. I mean, Radiant played really well both of the games. Cooks not so much in the first, uh, in the second game than he did in the first game. Rambo with the double-doubles that he had in both of these games. Uh, tell me your thoughts on this series, what you took away from it. Well, this was a pretty, you know, it was a good series to watch because of you know, the playoff implications they had behind it. I mean, these were two teams before before these games happened. Jazz, Jazz with third seed, I believe, eleven and seven. And well, I'm not sure the records exactly. I, I'm not looking at the standings, but it, it had a lot of playoff implications. You know, this could ultimately decide some tiebreakers later on. You know, like you said, Pistons, they they had a great start. To, the, to this game, but in game one, and the Jazz came out dominant second quarter, third quarter. But, you know, the, one of their key players, Ray, fouled out in the third quarter. And, you know, the Pistons made their run. You know, credit Cooks, who put on a show tonight, 29 points, made eight threes. Yes. That dynamic duel, Radiant and Cooks, is a problem. And, you know, and as, as we head towards the end of the season, you know, these games just count, count, man. I, I had to, like, you know, put emphasis on that. And, you know, Pistons, they, they showed up. But game two was a little different. It just seemed it seemed like the Jazz made all the adjustments to prevent a comeback. But that was just early in the game. Pistons managed to put a little, put a little dent to that, that Jazz lead. But it wasn't enough to close out the game. Jazz under the point in 79-74. Splashy with 40 points. Oof. Had a 40 burger. Mm. Had a 40 burger for days. I got to hit you with that. Mm, I mean, dinner time right there for Splash with that Floyd Bogle. And my apologies of earlier. I met Rhea that had double-doubles. Not Rambo, but um, Rhea had double-doubles in both of these games. thing that was interesting, too, as well, is that Get On My Level was playing in the shooting guard position the first game because he was very consistent last week when they traded uh, Exposed or, um, yeah, it was Exposed to um, the Bucks for Lottie. And then Gonla Level played really well both of them games that I was covering. Then tonight it just seems like it just like 
Yeah, go ahead and go on the bench, you know, and then we're going to bring in Lottie from Bucks Gaming. Please give us some consistent scoring, uh, Lottie, from what the Jazz was probably telling. And Lottie did play Willie Ware with 15 points, too, as well. So, basically, it was a tied series, 1-1. One to one. The Jazz Gaming are now 12-8, and eight, and the Pistons GT are now 10-8. and eight. And I forgot to go over the record, too, as well, for the Wizard District Gaming. My apologies. Please don't come after me, Wizards. I don't want day five coming to my house. Please don't do it. Please don't do it. I apologize for getting your record. They're 16 and 4 and the Heat Check Gaming is 8 and 14. Lost 7 in a row. So that's just unbearable to watch right there. But yeah, definitely shout out to the Jazz and Pistons GT. Incredible um, incredible games. Uh, tight games and, and leads until you know the Pistons came back and won that first game and then the Jazz uh, surviving game 2-2 two, two as well with great consistent performances from uh, Radiant 2 as well. But yeah, man, you are listening to the 2K League post-game show on Dash Radio on Nothing But Net Radio. Shout out to the guys on Dash Radio and Nothing But Net Radio. Also, shout out to the guys from Off The Ball Network doing big things too as well. Look, if you love Off The Ball Network, definitely tune in to us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We also have OffTheBallNetwork.com for all your sports needs, podcasts and articles, everything you need on offtheballnetwork.com. And I want to thank one of our sponsors, MyBookie. Please use the promo code OFFTHEBALL for MyBookie to win your bets up to $1,000. Definitely check out MyBookie for all the bets and everything and use the promo code OFFTHEBALL. For sure, man. For sure, for sure, for sure. Hey, y'all are listening to the NBA 2K League post-game show on Dash Radio, on Nothing But Net Radio, Off The Ball Network Takeover with JP the Franchise with my man Don Juan, Off The Ball Network Takeover, ladies and gentlemen. And man, let's go ahead and get into uh, this series here. Man, Don Juan, you know what time it is, you know? You know what, you know what time it is, pretty much? Uh, man, let me go ahead and you know, you know what time it is. I mean, you you got to know what time it is. It is dime time, dime's time. He made his debut tonight for the Raptors, and I tell you what, uh, I tell you what, I was very shocked. I was very shocked. Tonight with the Raptors uh, GC, it looked like they came out with a lot of energy, and Kenny got woke, got back into his regular form and everything. Because I guess when you play point guard, you try to help make your teammates better and try to facilitate, and it was just not working for him as he played inconsistent. But he doesn't have to worry about facilitating; he can just score that basketball, and that's what he did tonight. It was aggressive. Dimes definitely took over both the games this series with his facilitating and his scoring ability. I mean, man, the Raptors GC look like they have new life. I mean, just new life. But I am more disappointed in the Nets defense. Juan, do you know how many points they gave up tonight against the Raptors GC in both them games? Do you know how many points? How much? How much? One hundred eighty-nine points. Oh my goodness. 100, let me repeat it to y'all for everyone listening. 189 points. I am just like, 
What the world just happened? I mean, what happened? Like, <laughs> like Chop had a 40 burger, but we don't really talk about him having a 40 burger in the first game because they get the defense was just god awful. I mean, it was just god awful. And, you know, there was a couple of people that kind of helped, you know, with the Nets, you know, with, you know, Dante with his 11 points and Faiz with 11 points and shots with 21 points and 13 rebounds. I mean, Don's pretty much just took, like, everything personally when he got traded from the Mavs gaming and, you know, went off with 31 to 17 assists. And his four other teammates, I mean, pretty much got in double figures. I mean, Kenny got what got 23, Tomley Cook 15, T.S. Jobs with 11, Top with 16. Then in the second game, I thought the Nets would play a lot better. And, oh, man, they almost, oh, it was just, oh, God, it was just awful. Like, they just, he needs some milk. I mean, Dimes unloaded with 21 in the first half and shot the ball really well. Dimes with 26 points and 9 assists. And Kenny got one with 31 points. And the Nets, it just seems like Chop, the only one showed up offensively with 36 and 10 assists. And pretty much the Raptors swept the Nets two days to zero. I mean, Don Juan, can you just elaborate for me what you saw in this series tonight? Well, I mean, that's, I thought they would just, you know, they started off pretty good this season, man, and they spent slowly just falling off, falling off. But I wasn't wasn't really impressed with, with, with the team besides Chuck, who, who did his thing nonetheless. But it, I was, the highlight of the night was, you know, Don's making his debut. Like you said, he was traded from the Mavs. He probably had the best debut after being traded in league history. But this game, you know, high scored off rip. Like you said, you know, there was no defense being played by the Nets. But you got to give credit to Dimes, who it just seems like he aligns his team better. They looked impressive tonight. Everybody, everyone was in double figures. I mean, like you said, these these guys, the Nets defense was like Swiss cheese out there. Rap. The Raptors scored nearly 100 points in that first game. Almost 100 points. They finished with 99. This was 99-95. Dimes had 31-17. I mean, this is just incredible to see a debut like this. But for the Nets, you know, you can't win. You can't win. You can't win games by playing that way, you know. And this is a team that they, 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 they're hopeful to make the playoffs. Right now, they're in it, but. You know, they keep playing like this and, and and not tying up their defense. They're not going to go nowhere. Game two, you know, it seemed like the Raptors picked up from where they left off. They started off the game with a 15-6 run in the first three minutes. Man, the Dimes acquisition has made the Raptors' offense look unstoppable. It seems like Dimes is playing with a chip on his shoulder. Second game, he had a, he had a modest 26 points, 9 assists. But like I said before... About game one, Nets, they need to play better defense. Watch out, Nets. Y'all could potentially. I'm, I'm 
I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead and continue. Oh my goodness gracious! I'm still trying to find the Nets defense. I'm I'm sorry. They're out there somewhere. I mean, they're out there somewhere. Go ahead. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just like just buffled. Like I I can't believe it. <laughs> now I just say, watch out, Nets, man. They 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 could potentially miss the playoffs. They keep playing like this. Yeah, man. It, it just it's just really disappointing because I always look forward to the Nets playing, you know. And you know, everybody was talking about, oh, Shea Allen, you know, finally found like you know his like bread and butter and you know corner defense and all that, man. Like you said, that Swiss cheese, man. Look, I mean, the the Raptors gave him like the fifty piece nugget, you know. It's like, hey, which sauce do you want? You want the sweet chili sauce? You want the sweet and sour? You want the ketchup, honey? Which one you want? Which one do you want? You know, you want some fries? You want your milkshake? Uh, we'll give it to you. I mean, we'll give it to you pretty much. I mean, that's what they did tonight. Oh, my goodness. The Nets are 14 and 10, and the Raptors are now 7 and 17. Raptors swept the Nets two games to zero. It just seems like they found their... The the street they found their rhythm they found what they need to to actually get on a run and everything so definitely shout out to Raptors uh, GC about well, uprising I met just playing really well tonight and Dimes definitely showed out tonight definitely showed out Mass Gaming I, I I I'm just gonna say this right now Dimes playing like this. You might as well just go get you a coffin somewhere and basically bury all your players because Dimes is going to come and basically give you eulogies for each and every one of you. Just I'm just giving you a warning. I'm just giving you a warning right now. So let's go ahead and get into after that onslaught and everything that we saw Raptors did to the Nets tonight. We have our last series here, the Warriors gaming versus the Blazers gaming. And it just seemed like it, it just seems like the takeaways for both of these games is that the Warriors pretty much had an explosion in the fourth quarter. Uh 29 points to 16 points in the fourth quarter in the first game where the Blazers had the lead most of the game and kind of blew it. Then, you know, the uh, Warriors had a fourth quarter explosion again in game two with 28 to 19. It just seems like, it just seems like, you know, the Warriors are finding their weather in the fourth quarter and everything. And you saw that CB 13 had a 40 bogo and 11 assists in the first game and Hezzy with 18 points and nine rebounds. And Antron is still like I, I don't even know where Antron is. We need to get Law and Or, you know, to just like find him. Find, like we don't know where he's at in the first game, but he finally showed up in the second game after uh, one of the police officers found him just like not playing well, and basically just basically finally found him and said and gave him some motivation. I don't know what they did to him in the second game. I don't know if they gave him a Snickles or a Tusiwo or a Skittle. I don't know, but he played well and did really well in the last minute of the game in the second game and with defense and scoring points too as well and he had like 17 points right there and you know it just seems like you know bash you know had played really well both of the games you know um you know, four turnovers in the first game for him, but, you know, he had 32 and 11 assists, and then second game got 21 points and 12 assists. And then this was, wasn't was really the best CB13 game in the second game, pretty much. So you thought that, you know, the Blazers might come in, you know, and play well you know, and beat them. But, you know, pretty much the Warriors just wanted them more, pretty much. Uh, man, tell me your thoughts about this game, um, Don Juan. Just tell me your thoughts. 
Yeah, you know, I initially going into this game, I'm like, yeah, you know, it's a battle of the point guards, CB13 versus Bash. CB13 finished with 40 points, 11 assists, Bash 32, 11 assists. I mean, the guys came out and played. But like you said, Warriors outscored the Blazers 29-16 in the fourth quarter. Blazers were leading this game in the fourth quarter. Entering the fourth, they were winning, and they let this one slide. But it's fun, you know. When you when the guy's putting up forty points, it's it's, it's kind of tough to not to to win a game like that when when a guy like CP thirteen is feeling himself. But game two, it just seemed it seemed to play exactly how game one played out. Mm-hmm. Except this time around, Blazers did a good job slowing down CP. You know, you can't win a game letting a guy score forty points, and they control CP. But like you mentioned, Anton, a guy that, you know, he wasn't really, he didn't start off good either. But he turned it up, fourth quarter, came through clutch, and and sealed the deal. Shout out Hezzy, who came through clutch as well with a huge block to prevent Bash from tying the game late in the fourth. I mean, it was a hard-fought, tough battle, but the better team won. You know, but the Blazers, man, they, they're just too predictable. They tend to blow... Blow it late in the game. That was a complete meltdown by them. And there was some big losses tonight for them. They, this is, these games count, like I keep saying, man. And they, they, they could, you know, they could ruin their own chances of making the playoffs. Uh, yes, I agree with you pretty much. I agree with you. Goodness gracious, Blazers, man. I mean, might as well go get you a shovel and just, like, you know, dig up the grave and stuff after tonight. I mean, <laughs> goodness gracious. Might as well have the Undertaker give y'all tombstones and say rest in peace and give y'all eulogies after tonight. I mean, goodness gracious. Y'all had the lead and y'all blew it in both these games. Gradient, shout out to Gradient with 22 points in game two. Seemed like the Warriors. See, like, the Warriors are a really good scoring team, but, like, they always start off really slow with a slow pace. But then they finally catch up fire and everything and actually move the ball well and everything in the second half. So, definitely shout out to the Warriors gaming, you know, sweeping the Blazers two games to zero. They are now 13-7, and seven, and the Blazers gaming are now 8-10. and 10. And, man, yes. Go ahead. I'm uh, just disappointed to hear that, man. The Blazers, they just if they if they could close out at least two to four four of their games that they have let up at the end of games, they'll be right there in the thick of things. But they just seem that they don't have they don't have that clutch gene. They're not that closer. They're not they're not the team that you know, especially with a guy like Bash, you should be you should be closing games. And they just seem they just don't seem to have it. Man, I mean, the Bash had like Damian Lillard powers, and then after Dame wants to request a trade, like the powers went away pretty much tonight. Um, so definitely that might be a foreseeable future on a Dame trade and all that. But um, yeah, uh, it was just disappointing to me to see it. But you know, Warriors gaming is just just the luck of the Warriors and all the luck of the Steph Curry, you know, somewhere around there though. So definitely shout out to uh, Warriors gaming though for the victory tonight. And, man, we are going into our last break. You are listening to the NBA 2K League post-game show on Dash Radio on Nothing But Net Radio. Off the Ball Network Takeover, the boy JP, the franchise, the host, and my co-host Don Juan. And, man, I decided to, you know, take take it back a little bit, you know, and 
and you know this is one of my like favorite songs and motivational songs and definitely I felt that from the Raptors tonight when Dimes got into that lineup and everything they had like a lot of ambition you are listening to the NBA 2K League post game show on Dash Radio on Nothing But Net Radio Off The Ball Network Takeover with your boy JP the franchise along with my co-host Don Juan and we're going to go ahead and get into our final thoughts about this block party Wednesday. The block is super, super duper hot. And man, Don Juan, what were your takeaways of tonight? My takeaway, man, is that I can't wait to to watch more of these games leading up to the playoffs. You, you know, this is where we find out who the real teams are, who's been who's been working, who's been not. You know, this this is where we see who who likes to play with a chip on their shoulder, who wants to stay at the top and dominate like they've been doing all season. I'm excited to see how this goes down. And, you know, we, we got some games tomorrow, I believe. So, soon in tomorrow, too. We'll be back off the ball. Always here. Always here. Always there. Definitely check out tomorrow. Bounce Pass Thursday on YouTube and Twitch live stream starting at 7 p.m. with fabulous games um, going on in the 2K League. And, man, man, my final takeaway is this. Man, that Nets defense, man, it's just unbelievable. Just bad. Just bad. You know, so I was very disappointed with the Nets defense tonight. I was very I was very shocked that the Raptors really put a nail in the coffin in both of these games um, tonight with dimes in the lineup now. And also just the Blazers just kind of just, you know, choking and blowing leads and everything. No, um, those are my takeaways tonight. But other than that, my number one takeaway is it's playoff time. Everybody's getting locked in. Everybody's getting ready for the playoffs. Everybody's trying to get a good seed and everything. So we just got to keep watching these games to see who's going to take advantage in these playoffs and everything. We're watching y'all. We are watching y'all with two eyes and two eyes in the back of everyone's head and everything here. So, but man, uh, thank you so much, Don Juan, for joining with me on the 2K League post game show. Thank y'all so much for listening to the 2K League post game show. Definitely follow the 2K League show on Twitter at NBA 2K League Show. Thank you to my bookie for being one of the off the network, off the ball network sponsors too as well. Definitely use the promo code off the ball and go to mybookie.com and also follow us off the ball network on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If you can't get enough off the ball network, also we have a YouTube channel off the ball network and also definitely check out our website off the ball network.com for all your sports needs. Uh, Don Juan, anything you want to say to the people out there? And I think you covered it all. I mean, I also, you also have a podcast called Knicks Fans Wilding Podcast. You can find us on YouTube, all your all your major streaming services. But I mean, off the ball network, we have some great content creators. And if if you if you don't, if you don't like the Knicks, you definitely gonna find some like football or baseball or butters, the gamblers. We got we got shows for you too, man. So much content creators that. I, I recommend they highly recommend you go to off the ball network. You just you know find something you like in there. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Definitely check us out. Off the ball network. I'm JP the franchise. That's Don Wall. God bless everyone. Stay safe and good night. So now we'll go and we'll talk about Wizards District Gaming. 
versus Mavs gaming. We had JBM with 27 points and 9 assists for Wizards District. They win 71-68. B-Rich with 8 points. Just Awkward with 12. Nudini with 11 points, 8 rebounds. 3 assists, 2 steals, 2 blocks. And Dayfry with 13 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, uh, 2 steals, and another 2 blocks. And then we're going to talk about what the Mavs gaming did. Obviously, Jim with 30 points and 4 assists. Reese Moe, 18 points. And Sick one with 15 points and 17 rebounds. But it just wasn't enough, obviously, for Mavs gaming to get the job done versus Wizards District. So, you know, uh, nicely, what did you think about this matchup? Was there any thoughts on it, or was it just a really close game that you enjoyed seeing tonight? I mean, it was definitely a close game that we enjoyed seeing tonight. You know, seeing two pretty good teams battle it out these last couple of weeks of the regular season. But I just think that this Wizards defense – with them being one of the best defensive teams in the entire 2K League community, I think they just had the Mavs game number from that standpoint. Yeah, I mean, you're definitely right when it comes, you know, when it definitely, you're definitely right when it comes to that. And then now I want to talk about Kingsguard Gaming. Before we go on our first break, we're going to talk about Kingsguard Gaming versus Nat, uh, Jazz Gaming. And Kingsguard lost 67-82. Jazz Gaming looked really good. But for Kingsguard Gaming, Mama I'm That Man with 31 points and 6 assists. Majestic, 11 points, 5 rebounds. Yusuf Scarb with 15 points and 13 rebounds. But for Jazz Gaming, Splashy with 23 points, 10 assists. Lottie with 19 points. Compete with 12. Lord Bezos with 15 points, 4 assists. And Rail with 13 points, 11 rebounds and 4 assists. So we had a lot of work done from Jazz Gaming, and ultimately was able to get the job done and take home the W. So what did you think about the, the Jazz Gaming versus Kingsguard? Because we know my mom that man brings that fire typically every night and does what he got to do to get the job done. So are you surprised he wasn't able to tonight? Um, Yeah, just a little bit, obviously. But, I mean, we already got it. We have to talk about Splashy's play. I mean, 23 points, 10 assists, doing everything – possible on the offensive side of basketball really being a combination guard for his ball club and shooting nine of 16 from the field and five of nine from the three-point line you just got to appreciate what that guy's been able to do on the offensive side of basketball and ultimately i think that's the reason why the game resulted the way that it did and now to get into the second half of our 2k league show we had Heat Check Gaming versus Pistons GT. Heat Check wins 78 to 65. Radiant with 32 points, 10 assists, 23 points. I apologize. I read it backwards. 23 points, 10 assists. Cooks with 16 points. Ramo with 21 points, 11 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, 1 block for Pistons GT. But that just wasn't enough to beat the Heat Check. And third, and Sav, obviously, with another hot game, 34 points. 14 assists. Kylie with the 18 points, two rebounds. Hot shot, a guy who just does his thing for heat check game is 16 points, 12 rebounds. So nicely. What did you think about, you know, this the second matchup between uh Heat Check and Pistons? It seems like the Pistons just continue to run out of gas. I mean, in the first quarter, give up a 20 25 point quarter, and then in the fourth quarter, gave up a 26 point quarter. So, you know, that played a big impact on this, the overall outcome of this entire game. And then you mentioned Sav putting up a great offensive display, 34 points, 14 assists, shooting 13 of 20 from the field, 6 of 11 from three. I mean, there's not much that you can say that, you know, the Pistons could have really did defensively to stop Sav on the offensive side of the basketball. Yeah, 100%. So now let's move on to Nets GC versus Gen G Tigers. Now, obviously, in uh, matchup number one, Gen G Tigers got the best of Nets GC, but... Chalk returns 
in the second matchup, and boom, boy, does he put on a show. 46 points, 13 assists. Faze with 20 points and 2 assists. Slay Island, 9 points. Shots with 12 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, and 1 block. But Chalk makes all the difference. They win 92 to 91. And obviously, the Gen G Tigers still put together a great performance. I mean, Jay Money with 28 points and 19 assists. Beast Move with 28 points and, and Saucy with 19 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists, and 2 blocks. So, was Chalk the major difference in why Nets GC was able to get that win in game number two? Absolutely, Mo. I mean, Chalk, he's one of the premier players in the entire 2K Community League. But obviously, you know, Jay Money and Beast Move, they just needed a little bit more help on both sides of the basketball in order to come out with a win tonight. Yeah, I mean, 100%. I mean, Chalk is a guy, ever since I've started covering the 2K League, Chalk is a guy who I've kept a close eye on, and he's really just done an amazing job. So, I mean, shout-out to Nets GC and Chalk coming back uh, for, for, you know, the W in the second game. And so before we move on, let's talk about Kingsguard Gaming and Jazz Gaming. Mama, I'm that man. 23 points, 10 assists, but Kingsguard Gaming ultimately ended up Lou, oh, I made a mistake, but it doesn't matter because Kings Gaming, my mom, that man, had 23 points and 10 assists. Crush with 17 points, one assist, and two steals. Yusuf Scarbs with 14 points, 12 rebounds, and three assists. And for Jazz Gaming, Splash, he had 30 points and 10 assists. Lottie with 14 points. And Ryan with 18 points, 11 rebounds, four assists, and three blocks. So what did you think about that final matchup between Jazz Gaming and Kings Guard Gaming? I think both teams did a good job playing with effort in the first half. You know, it was pretty neck and neck, I would say, for the most part, Mo. But in the second half, Jazz Gaming just runs away with it. I mean, they outscored them 45 points to around 40 points for the Kingsguard Gaming unit. And then obviously, you know, Jazz Gaming being one of the best teams in the entire 2K Community League, I think that they just found a way to come up with a win in the fourth quarter and ultimately take it home. Yeah, I mean, 100%, like you said. So before we give our final thoughts on the overall bounce pass Thursday and we get you ready for Friday Night Fire and the game of the week. Oh, man. And so here we go for our final thoughts. So nicely, I've had you on here for the first time. What did you think of just about, you know, I know you've been following the 2K League the whole time, but just what did you think about your overall thoughts really being able to just cover the 2K League tonight here on Dash Radio on the Nothing But Net channel and and everything that you saw tonight? I mean, I think it was a good experience. You know, I got to witness some good basketball from a virtual standpoint. I mean, all these teams, Jazz Gaming, Heat Check Gaming, and, you know, Kings Gaming, all of these teams did a good job, you know, displaying great basketball from a, a 2K standpoint. I really enjoyed watching and just, you know, taking all of this in at one point and everything. But, you know, besides all of that, I feel like this will be a good experience for me. And I look forward to, you know, having a lot more opportunities to watch more 2K League basketball. Yeah, 100%, bro. I mean, you really did your thing. You're a natural when it comes to this. So real quick, before we end up, you know, basically closing out our show for the night, I just want to get y'all ready for the Friday Night Fire. But before I do that, I have to talk about the Week 8 Player of the Week. And that is... Christopher Duck Charles, after averaging 33.2 points and 9.5 assists in Week 7, Knicks Gaming, who is 12-10 point guard, Christopher Duck Charles, Lynn Native, second consecutive week earning the honor. Charles and Knicks Gaming are on a bye this week and will return to action in Week 9. Man, he's played 
crazy. He definitely, you know, last week, he was a guy who we predicted would probably win player of the week, and he definitely did that. He earned every bit of it. That man was hooping his butt off, but it's bounce past Thursday, so therefore, I got to get y'all ready for Friday night fire. Game of the week. This week's NBA 2K League Game of the Week features Warriors Gaming Squad squaring off against Raptors Uprising. Raptors Uprising is guided by 2020 NBA 2K League MVP Kenny Got Work, who averaged 20 who averages 22.4 points, 8.0 assists. Last week, Raptors Uprising acquired Atreo Dimes Boy, who averages 24.7 points and 9.7 assists from Mavs Gaming. Boyd was selected with the first overall pick in the inaugural NBA 2K League Draft. 2020 NBA 2K League MVP finalist Charlie CB13 Boswick, who averages 22.1 points, 10.1 assists, leads Warriors gaming squad as the team looks to solidify his playoff position this season. So to get y'all ready for Friday Night Fire in the matchup, you know, game of the week, Raptors Uprising recently acquired Dimes, and boy is he ready between him, Kenny got work. They they are a heck of a duo, and, and you know he has you know he has a, a chemistry with multiple players that that are also on Raptors Uprising. I'm waiting to see how they finish off this season. Dimes is a guy who can make or break a team, ultimately winning a championship. So I'm definitely ready to tune in to this game of the week on Friday Night Fire. But for all you 2K League GGs that checked into this show, I appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Make sure you go follow Off The Ball Network. Go to offtheballnetwork.com for all your sports needs and entertainment. Make sure you check out my own show, Up In Flames. It's here on Dash Radio on the Nothing But Net channel every Monday on Off The Ball Network Mondays at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific time following uh, my guy Stephen Gillespie over there with Breaking The Game who comes on at 10 and then pre my guy, Chris LeBron, who's the man with the plan, who's made everything happen with Off The Ball Network, who comes on at 12. So from 10 to 12, and then if you decide that you want to listen to some more Hoops Talk, which I highly recommend you do, you could go check out my guys from the Hoopers Pod over there at 8 p.m. Eastern on Monday. It is Off The Ball Network. Monday's here on Dash Radio on the Nether Burnett channel. So make sure you don't miss a beat with all of our guys here and then make sure you go check out the Ball Fake Podcast because, boy, not only do they do great content, you know, just speaking on the game, but if you go check them out on YouTube, the Ball Fake Podcast, they put together the highlights with the takes behind it and the analyzation behind it. They do a great job. Make sure you go follow my guys, the Ball Fake Podcast, my guy Nicely, my guy Greg, who wasn't able to be here with us tonight due to enjoying his family on family vacation. But be sure to make sure you check out all their future content. Everybody, I appreciate y'all for coming on. And on that note, we are out. I appreciate y'all for tuning in to the NBA 2K League show, baby. And um, it feels like I always get at least two sweeps. So we got four today. So like I said, we on the Nothing But That radio channel on Dash Radio. I'm your host, Chris LeBron from the Off the Ball Podcast, Off the Ball Network. And man, what a day, what a night. We got some some interesting matchups. And like I said, a whole lot of sweeps. So make sure, you know, I'm going to have to get a broom and just sit it right next to me from now on because that's just been the theme every time, you know, uh, 
I, I come on for the post game show. So let's dive right into it, into the first set of games. And we had Blazers gaming versus Lakers. And yeah, Blazers took care of business. And like we said, <laughs> the motto of the day was sweeps. It, it wound up being the sweep. Game one, 81 to 61. Blazers win by 20. And then the Blazers in a close one. Lakers Lakers definitely fought in in, in game two and only lose by five sixty nine to sixty four. It seems like it's you know, it just feels like Reese the God is just <laughs> he's always he's always gonna do his thing. It's just a matter of getting help. I mean twenty twenty nine points and he had over thirty in game two. He's doing his thing. You know, um, it's been a rough year for the Lakers, you know, three and 19. So tough, tough year for the Lakers. I think they've lost 10 in a row, I believe. So it's been a rough season for the Lakers. It's definitely been a rough season. But shout out to game one and they dominated Bash, Scratty, Goofy, 66 points combined in game one. And then Bash came back in game two with a 30 piece. Grady had 22. They did their thing. Not much more you could say about this. The Lakers, the Lakers, man, it's been a rough season, man. Definitely been a rough season for them. And and like, shout out to Mo again, man. They need some milk. (laughs) They need some milk. You know, uh, it's, it's, it's been a rough, rough, rough season for them. So they need to get it together. Um, but it feels like it might be a little bit too late for Laker for the Lakers, and so sweep. Blazers took care of business, eighty-one, sixty-one, sixty-nine, and sixty-four, and moved to ten and ten in the season, while the Lakers dropped to three and nineteen. In the second set of games, we had Grizz versus Pacers. We all know how it ends. Sweep. This one was definitely not not close at all. <laughs> uh, Six thirty was just. I mean, what more can you say? <laughs> he was absolutely fantastic. Forty four and thirty five. Seventy nine points in two games. He did his thing. There's not even more much to talk about that. You know, Grizz just didn't show up. You know. Vandy didn't do his thing, you know. Um, it, it was just not a good performance by anyone. So I didn't even bother. You know, it, it, it was just an absolute dominating performance by the Pacers. They came out, played great. Everyone played together. And like I said, 630 did his thing. He was dominant as usual. Most likely the player of the game in this and for tonight, um, on Friday Night Fire, on the Nothing But Night Radio channel on Dash Radio. It was, he was great. He was absolutely tremendous. And there's just not more you want from that. So with that, Blazers, I mean uh, Pacers, excuse me, moved to 17 and 7, second and second place. Second place, you know, uh, they, they are having an absolutely tremendous season they are second in the Western Conference. And for the Grizz, they, like they mentioned in the broadcast, they started off the season 9-1, and one, off to a blazing start. Like they were having 
they look like world beaters. And, you know, it's it's been a little bit... Of, they haven't played terribly, you know, but they obviously that hot start, you expected them to come back down to earth a little bit, but not to the, this extent. But they're still 12-8. and eight. They have lost two in rows. Obviously, they got swept, so, you know... You expect them to be better, and I think they will be better. Vandy's usually, you know, um, I think Vandy will bounce back. Authentic African, you know, going to do that thing. I, I'm, I'm confident in Grizz Gaming that they'll get the job done. And I and I love their logo. I just love their logo. So they'll be all right. <laughs> they'll be all right. So those first set of games, I mean, like we said, those for you know, Blazers have been kind of up, hot and cold all season, sitting at five hundred. Obviously, the Lakers. <laughs> Sorry, Lakers. It, it's just been uh, <laughs> it, it, it's been rough, man. I'm sorry, I had to do it to you guys. Rough, rough season for you guys, but I, I <laughs> and I don't, I don't see, I don't see. I don't see the light. What is it? What was I saying? The light in the tunnel? I don't see it with them. I just think they're bouncing off the the railings and all that. It, it's been rough for them. But, you know, Grizz and Pacers, you would think that would have been a, a closer matchup. But, man, the Pacers is outworked. Outworked the Grizz. You know, dominant, dominant wins. So... 15 point plus wins, you know, um, it, it just was not a contest. So hopefully the Grizz can go come, go, go get in the lab, get some scrimmages in, drink some milk and uh, figure things out because that was not a good performance. Not even cracking, you know, 60 points in one game, 65, another game defense was not good. You let, you know, you know, 630 going to do his thing, but he do it. He dropped at 44 and 35. Yeah, I think he had eight threes in both games. I don't know how you beat that. So, first set of games, you know, blowouts. <laughs> you know, other than Blazers and Lakers in game two, just other than that, we got blowouts, you know. But um, it does change in the second half. So, we're going to dive in, right into the second half of these games like I mentioned, the first two sets of games, we got sweeps. That was the theme of the night. We got four sweeps. So, But a little bit more competitiveness in some of the second half games. So let's dive right into it. And we had Hornets taking on the Hawks. And we got OT. This one went into OT. This one was a fun, fun matchup. Hornets... Wound up taking care of business, eighty-seven, eighty-two, and OT. It was a um, great, great. It was fun. It, it, it definitely, it uh, it uh, you know, you compare it to the first set of games, and um, it just was definitely one of the better games that we saw, along with you know, and I'm gonna talk about you know, and I kind of skipped. You know, I'm talking about Raptors, Warriors. That was, an, especially game one, that was a good one. But, you know, since we, you know, that was, that, that, this game was fresh in my mind. So I wanted to get right into, to, uh, to, uh, Hornets and Hawks. And 
like I said, a tremendous game one was was so much fun. <laughs> I ain't gonna worry about game game two was it was a dominant performance by the Hornets, but game one was so much fun. You know, C's went off for the Hawks. He he was just absolutely just a sniper, forty two points. You know, Rigby Sherm had double double, you know, PB balling. You know, it, it was just a great game overall. You know, um, it, it just had a lot of lot of great moments, a lot of great moments in this game. This game just, it, it just, it just was such a tremendous game because <laughs> we mentioned the sweeps, man. We saw a lot of sweeps, <laughs> a lot of sweeps, but it was it was a great, <laughs> it was great to see some quality, you know, basketball in this uh but like I said it, it it you know Rigby 34 you know Sherm had a double double with 10 and 10 you know you know they showed up you know Pete be born like I mentioned 18 and 4 18 and 14 with four blocks you know and, and like I mentioned before seeds have 42 you know he shot the ball a lot shot that he shot 30 times I mean the next the next highest uh, free, uh, field goal attempts at ten with Kel, you know, he just didn't get enough help. You know, that just what it comes down to. I think he, you know, obviously he he did his thing, but you know, he just didn't have enough help. But uh, took care of business. You know, um, Hornets took care of business, and um, this was one of the more entertaining games of the night. And like I mentioned, game two, 80 to 63, not a contest. Hornets took care of business in that one. Like I said, finish off with the sweep. Hornets, you know, the you know, they won the tournament. You know, it's 117K, I believe it was. So they 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 riding high right now. They're riding high, I believe. Let me check the standings quick, but 15 to 7, man, sitting real pretty. Second place in the Eastern Conference behind Wizards District, you know, you know that two game one streak, sitting pretty. And, and for the Hawks, five and seventeen, fourteen losses in a row. I mean, it has been an abysmal season for them. So, I don't know. It, it, <laughs> I don't think it's going to get much better. Man, losing fourteen in a row. I mean, I just you just wonder what the morale is right now. It can't be good. Can't be good, cannot be good for the the guys over at Hawks Talent. So tough, tough night for them. Some like I said, game one was definitely could have went their way, but couldn't capitalize. And you know the Hornets are sitting high. Like I said the second atop the Eastern Conference. Hawks are dead last. So, but let's get into Warriors and the Raptors. Obviously, we all know about Dimes getting traded. To the Raptors, and he's made his presence. The Raptors wound up sweeping. Um, obviously, it's been a tough season for them, but their winners are four in a row. <laughs> they won four in a row, you know. So there's nineteen and seventeen. You know, they're you know, you know, right behind Heat check at who's only got ten wins. Magic ten wins. Gen G ten wins. Celtics ten wins. You know. They're just they're not too far back from the Knicks in sixth place. I mean, hey, you know, I think this move it, it may have saved their season. 
may have saved their season. And Dimes was absolutely terrific in both games. Game one, 73 to 70. You know, the Raptors scored 30 points in the fourth quarter. That's the difference. 30, I think the Warriors had like 10, I believe. In the fourth or the third, they had one second half. One of the one of the, one of the quarters of the second half, they just had ten points, so that really hurt them. And why? Um, I think Raptors outscored them by seven in the fourth. It was it was a, a tremendous performance by the Raptors. Dimes was great. Type had twenty four and ten. You know, um, and then you want to go over the side. Hezzy had thirteen and ten for the Warriors. CB thirteen. 20 and 10 assists for Warriors. So it, it was it was the dime show. It was the dime show. He had 34 in game two. You know, uh, took care of business. They win by 10, 81, 71. 50 points in the second half of the Raps, man. That, that's an impressive. They, they played great in that second half to dominate. So a very impressive Impressive streak right now. The Raptors are going. You know, obviously we know how how well they did last year. Even though they didn't win at all, undefeated season, a lot of success, and then they started off this season just so disappointing. I mean, they're they're uh, as as my dog's crying in the background. You know, he see he he was even upset about the Raptors. But you know, five and seventeen start. Obviously, things were just going bad. But nineteen and seventeen, playing absolutely tremendous. Basketball right now, dimes is there, man. Hey, they, they they might sneak up on some people. They might sneak up on some people. I mean, you know, dimes has been a great dimes and Kenny got work. Type is you know, hey, they got they got a squad. I think they might they might surprise some people. You know, so uh, it's good to see them playing good basketball again. So. Congratulations to them, and let's give them the you know let's give them a round of applause. They definitely deserve a round of applause, you know, because like I said, you know they're doing some things right now. <laughs> give them a round of applause. Playing great, but that's that's was that was pretty much Friday Night Fire. Lived up to its name, especially the second half. You know. Raptors on the on the upswing, Lakers on the downswing, you know, Pacers move up to second place. You know, we're seeing, you know, Raptors like like I mentioned before, that's been impressive since they got dimes. They've been absolute great hornets in second place. It it's gonna get wild. Tomorrow we're gonna get more wild. We're gonna have Duck, the reigning the reigning player of the week. Next game plays tomorrow, I believe, right? I, I believe they're tomorrow. You know, I got I to pay attention to my squad. You know, next game, and that's my team. You know, I believe, let, me, let, me, let me get you guys a schedule for tomorrow's matchups. You know, hopefully we don't get some sweeps. <laughs> Let's not get too many sweeps, guys, if any. Um... I jumped the gun. Next don't game. Next game he doesn't play. I don't. I thought they were playing tomorrow, but you know we got Pacers gaming versus Mavs gaming, Hawks Talon versus the Kings. Let's see what else we got. We got Grizz versus Gen G. We got Grizz Gen G, and then we have Lakers and Hornets for tomorrow. 
to end the week. So hopefully we end the end the week off on a high note. So I'm excited for tomorrow. Jelani B will be on the call for tomorrow's post game show on the Nothing But Net Radio channel on Dash Radio. So make sure to be here. Everything starts at 7 p.m. as usual on the YouTube channel on also the Twitch channel. So be there and be ready for some great action in the NBA 2K League. So on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Chris LeBron. Like I said, I am from the Off the Ball podcast, Off the Ball Network. Make sure, hey, you love the drafts. I did a whole bunch of great draft stuff, and I was on Knicks Fan TV. Knicks fans, you know about that. I was with CP, the franchise. I was with a bunch of goats um, yesterday covering the NBA draft. That was uh, so much fun, so make sure to check that out. Also, my guys at Off the Ball Network, they had a draft show also they killed it. Our own franchise, JP, the franchise, hosted that thing and killed it with Stephen Gillespie, Moe up in Flames Murphy. You know, uh, we we had a lot of great, a lot of great people coming in and out. So shout out to everyone on Off the Ball Network. Make sure to go to OffTheBallNetwork.com. Make sure to check out the podcast on all podcast platforms. And on that note, Chris LeBron, Off the Ball. Nothing but net radio channel on Dash Radio 2K League. We out. Make sure to be there tomorrow, 7 p.m. Sharp YouTube, Twitch. All right, guys. Be well. Be safe. Take care. Peace and love. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another 2K League post game show here on the Nothing But Net Radio station on Dash Radio. I am your host for the night, Ryan Solodolo, as I always do on this Saturday. Showdown, Jelani Brown from the Off the Ball Network and from what the game means to me. Here to give you all the 2K League news, post game, and everything that went on tonight in these games and these matchups. Had some a pretty good slate of games on the night. Um, saw two splits, saw two sweeps, but nonetheless, they were very, very entertaining games that we got to witness. Um, we had Pacers Gaming versus Mavs Gaming, Hawks Talent GC versus Kings Guard Gaming. Gen G Tigers versus Grizz Gaming and Hornets Venom GT versus Laker Gaming. So we'll start with the early slate of games on the night. Pacers Gaming versus Mavs Gaming. Uh, hit on that first. This one was a sweep, but like I said, we're pretty close games throughout. Um, Pacers Gaming did take, like I said, did take both wins, but like I said, we're very close. Uh, you know, they're already led by their possible rookie of the year and, uh, you know, just possibly maybe rookie. Rookie of the year and MVP of the year, 630, um, their point guard. And uh, like I say, he, he just put on work. He put on the show tonight, as always, scored 30 in both matchups. Um, but we'll say we'll hit on game one first. And game one is pretty much back and forth um, a lot of the game. Um, the Pacers game got, did get out to an early lead, and uh, but they were held in check by the excellent defensive work for Mavs gaming um, you know, throughout the rest of the game. Heading into halftime, the game was pretty close. Pacers game was only able to have a two-point advantage at the break. Um, but, you know, they were slowly able to build a lead from, you know, coming out of halftime. Pretty much looked calm and in control, like I said, led by 630, who put up 33 points on the night. So is there actually added 14 as well for him. Um, like I said, they, they just looked cool, calm, collected, and like the veteran squad that they are, um, they pretty much was able to 
build a five-point lead, and it kept growing and growing until they was able to close out the game on a 68 or close out the game and win 68 to 61. Like I said 630 to control pretty much pretty early and scored 33 points. Um, on the on the other side of things, for Mavs gaming first week that they're playing without their you know their leader and their point guard and Dimes who was traded to Raptors Uprising GC. So Jin is now their new starting point guard. He did pretty well, added 26 points for them. Um, while Sick One added a double double, 18 points and 10 rebounds. Um, in their loss, but like I said, played well um, in the first, not first match, but first week without dimes, you know, kept it close um, against a, you know, Pacers squad that's, you know, pretty good, and they're third in the, um, third in the East, I believe, and, you know, they haven't missed a beat, or third in the West, I'm sorry, and just haven't missed a beat, they've been good all year, and it's a tall task for them, you know, Mavs game to kind of come in and try to, try to, you know, honestly get a win off of this team when you, you know, have a, you know, new lineup changes that need to be made and lose, you know, the number one pick in NBA 2K League history. And uh, sorry about that. Pacers game is actually second in the West. I don't know why I keep saying that. Messed that all up. Third in the East. They said they're third in the West, but no, they are second in the West. Want to make sure they get their respect. Due diligence, they earned it. 18-7 and seven, sitting at second in the West. Three-game win streak at the moment. Um, like I said, hit on game two before we move on to the next matchup. But a lot of the same Pacers gaming, um, you know, was able to storm out to a 22-17 point lead in the first halftime. Um, only was able to take a two-point lead into half because Mavs gaming came out with an explosive 22-point uh, quarter of their own in the second quarter. So a lot of, of, you know, repeat of this first game, real back and forth, real close. Defensive match, defense and offensive battle, honestly. Um, coming out of halftime, Pacers game, and, you know, answered right back with explosive quarter of their own, and they were able to take a two-point lead going into the fourth, heading and looking to try to, you know, wrap up the game and get a sweep, which they were able to do because in the fourth quarter, locked down defensively, and, like I said, offense didn't take a hit either. was able to get a 10-point win, 81-71, to 71, um, putting up 26 points in the fourth quarter. Again, like I said, 630 was excellent, brilliant, 30 points again. So Zerk and Lavish Phenom were able to add 15 um, for him as well. Um, and Jomar attacked on 17 points too. On the other side of things, Mavs Gaming Jin uh, scored 24 points. Um, and alongside 6-1 added 20 points and 19 rebounds. So all in all, wasn't enough, but you know, good showings by them. At least they try to keep it close. Battle, you know, the second ranked team in the west after losing dimes you know which is a tough loss to be had um but you know all is not lost Mavs game is sitting at ninth in the west six and 15 but you know there's you know a few more weeks to be played you know on the outside looking in at that eighth spot at least um like i said they can have a good week and possibly jump Cavs legion or like i said have to do work in the ticket in order to try to get that playoff spot but like i said not all is not lost. At least they show that they can, you know, keep up with the second-ranked team in the Western Conference and, and play and possibly, like I said, do something in the coming weeks to improve their playoff positioning and hopefully get themselves in, you know, in the playoffs for the NBA 2K League this year. Um, but next matchup that we have on the night will be Hawks Talon GC versus Kings Guard Gaming, which is a, you know, was a pretty good matchup as well. Hawks Talon GC has... Hasn't been good all year, really, except besides that four-game win streak I believe they had in the beginning of the year. Just haven't been 
good since. Honestly, um, has only had one win, but they added to that tonight, making it a second win. Um, stealing one against Kingsguard Gaming in the first game in their matchup that they had. Um, Seas and Kel pretty much led the squad with 24 points each. They, you know, were pretty high offensively, scoring 18 points in three of the four quarters. Kingsguard Gaming just couldn't. You know, couldn't find any type of rhythm, couldn't click only 12 points in the first and 14 in the second and third. But Hawks talent left the door on open, honestly, and almost let Kingsguard Gaming steal one right here. As, you know, Kingsguard Gaming in the fourth was down by 14, but, you know, cut it to as close as one point with like a minute left um, behind, you know, key stops, the three ball, and uh, turnovers from Hawks talent. Like I said, they, they only was able to score 11 points in the fourth, but they did get a timely three that pushed the lead from one to four in the final few seconds and then was able to close it out with free throws as well. So was able to, you know, not sell the game, was able to lock it up and get this win 65-59 to 59 against the Kings guard gaming team that's sitting at fifth in the West, 11-10. and 10. And, uh, you know, easily could have stole this one back, but Hawks Town was able to get a win. Um, lucky for them, they're sitting at the bottom of the Eastern Conference, and they need this type of pick-me-up for sure. So they um, was able to get this one, but, you know, second game really wasn't uh, – <laughs> was a, definitely a completely different story um, for Hawks Talent for sure. They just couldn't match the momentum of the Kings. And, uh, you know, they Kings took an early – Early lead um, was leading by seven after the first 16 to nine Hawks game and just kind of came out sluggish. You can see them playing a little sluggish in that fourth quarter and it just carried right over into that second game and they were just never able to capture momentum back. Um, like I said, by the end of the second quarter, they were down by um, six, 35, 29 going halftime, but the Kings' momentum never, you know, never faltered. They went to the third quarter, was able to build up a nine point lead. And, you know, basically knew they needed this split. They didn't want to get swept by the worst team in the Easter Conference. So they did what they had to do, um, slowed the game down in the fourth, you know, with having a nine-point lead going into the fourth and was able to, you know, play the clock game and got out of there with a 72-61 to win. Uh, like I said, taking the 11-point win. Seas was pretty good for Hawks talent. He's been pretty good for them all year, but outside of him, really hasn't been much production. He had 23 points and 11 assists. Lee added 18 points in the defeat, but my mom, that man, did what he's been doing all year and has continued to like I said, play at an MVP level and possibly be in the MVP conversation um, as he put up 26 points on the night and was able to help his team get the split. Like I said, they're sitting at fifth in the West um, with an 11-10 record. Hawks talent has a lot of work to do, 6-17, uh, and 17, um, most of their hope, if they have any hope at all, is going to have to come from a big run in the ticket. Um, it's possible, I'm not saying it's not possible, anything is possible, uh, in the words of Kevin Garnett, but it's, it's definitely a big uphill battle for them, uphill mountain, honestly, it might be Mount Everest type of climb for them, so hopefully they're able to get things you know, rolling, hopefully that one win against Kingsguard Gaming in the first of two game matchup uh, gave them a little bit of momentum, Give them a little bit of a spark, and we'll see in the following weeks. You know, the season's quickly coming to an end, and hopefully they're able to, like I said, wake up and make a run and possibly extend their season, or it's going to be early. Um, it's going to be over early for them. Uh, but that does it for the first slate of matchups with the uh, Hawks, Talon GC, Kingsguard Gaming split on the night for them, and Pacers Gaming sweeping Mavs Gaming on the night. We're going to head into our first musical break. 
Um, didn't really know what I wanted to play on tonight, but you know, I just kind of keep it simple. Back to finish off the night, um, Saturday night showdown, 2K leagues, uh, games for the night. Finish out week eight again. This is the official NBA 2K league post game show on Nothing But Net Radio on Dash Radio. I'm your host again, Jelani Brown. Like I said, we'll finish out the night. Last two matchups we had Gen G Tigers and Grizz Gaming, Hornets Venom GT and Lakers Gaming. Um, we'll start with the uh, Genji Tigers and Grizz gaming on the night. This was another one that was a split. Um, first game honestly wasn't that wasn't that big of a matchup. Honestly, uh, Grizz gaming pretty much looked lost. Um, to to put it nice, especially in that second quarter, Genji Tigers came out on fire, put up twenty two points to Grizz gaming seventeen in the first frame, and in the second frame, Genji Tiger just took off of course we know that they're led by j money and b smooth but everyone kind of got into the action tonight feast had 17 and saucy had 19 and 13 as well um grizz gaming just wasn't able to put the ball in the bucket in the second quarter um only scoring 12 and going into well, one being outscored in the second quarter by 17 points um but going into halftime down by a big score of 22 points um Genji had 52 at the uh, at the uh, end of the second frame and Grizz gaming only 29. So coming out of halftime definitely had a tall task ahead of him to try to you know climb back in this game and try to make it competitive somewhat, but just wasn't able to do so. Genji Tigers was just 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 on fire, honestly. Like that's just and, and this came from everyone. Like I said, typically we see J Money beast move. Like when we see these type of scores, them having big games and they had a decent games. J Money at 22 and 19. But that 19 assist shows you that he got everybody else involved. Beast moves 16 points. Um, Don with 8, V 17, Saucy with 19 and 13. So everybody was just clicking on all cylinders. As for Grizz Gaming, Vandy had a real subpar game. Only 11, 11 points, 10 assists, 5 turnovers. You know, that that's big. From the backcourt, it was 8 in total. From Chess, we had 3. Um, and, yeah, he put in 18 points with them, 3 turnovers. They had combined eight turnovers with just between them two versus Genji Tigers only has seven total as a team so you know I always say the team that turns the ball over the least amount is the one that's going to win the game and you know having 12 turnovers in the game doesn't do well for you especially with eight of them coming from your backcourt and bandy and chess Spart Spart X Spartan X got in the action 24 points tonight he was a high man in the first game for Grizz Gaming Authentic African had 12 as well but again 15 point loss just uh just wasn't their game um in this first matchup but they did rebound quite well um in, in the second game um against Genji Tigers came back out was able to secure a dub in this one 6 point win um 71 to 65 uh against Genji Tigers so just overall a different different game for them was able to flip it was able to turn it on um like I said, and have a totally different game. Didn't come out so sluggish. Didn't have down quarters like they did in that first matchup, which does them well. And like I said, uh, was able to cut down those turnovers as well, which, like I said, team with the least amount of turnovers typically is going to win the game. So definitely for them, good to at least get a split on the night, Um, you know, especially after that. The first matchup that they had with Genji Tigers wasn't looking too good at all. Um, good for them to be able to turn around quick turnaround as well and you know get 
get the win against Genji Tigers. Like I said, it looked like they was on fire and was going to be unstoppable for the rest of the night. But like I said, got the split on the night and, and does well for them. So let's take a look at the standings real quick between these two teams. We have Genji Tigers now sitting at 7th in the Eastern Conference, 11-10 and 10 on the year. Um, while, excuse me, while Grizz Gaming is sitting at um fifth in the east at 12 and 9 um have lost um well lost three in a row but like i said looking to definitely rebound they didn't lose too much positioning in tonight um still a few games back of the nets but um all in all like i said haven't lost haven't lost too much ground in the standings but don't want to slip in you know be out of the playoff contentions because it is pretty close they are only a game ahead of Knicks Gaming, Genji Tigers, and Celtics Crossover Gaming. Um, so they can easily see themselves at the bottom of the standings fighting for a playoff spot. Um, next, I'm going to move on over to Hornets Venom GT and Lakers Gaming. This was actually a lot closer matchup than a lot of people expected it to be coming into tonight. At least for me, I didn't expect it to be as close of games as it was. Um both games are actually pretty close. Um, you know, Hornets Venom GT only being able to beat Lakers Gaming by six, and you know it really was way closer throughout the entire game. And both teams got to a slow start in the first quarter, it's fifteen to eleven. Um, but second quarter scoring got you know scoring ramped up a little bit more um, between the two squads. Uh, Sherm and Rigby got into the action pretty early. And for Lakers game, and Reese the guy had a pretty big game um, as well, um, along with Tech Tuck. But, you know, Lakers game, that's really pretty much where all their points in, uh, you know, just production was coming from B. Ohio. I know he was the Nita Stickers player of the game. Like, he just hasn't had the greatest of years. Only seven points, two rebounds, two assists, three from eight from the field, one from six from three. Just hasn't had the greatest of years, and it's been pretty much down year for them. Or for him, um, and Lakers game as a whole, honestly. Uh, but get back to the action. So it just was a, a low scoring affair. Um, Lakers game kept it interesting and kept it close because you know Hornets been wasn't able to you know have their offensive explosions like they typically do. Like I said, Sherman Rigby both with twenty three and twenty two respectively, and P balling with thirteen and ten. But outside of them, not you know not super you know super production. They you know they were just able to you know increase their lead. Throughout the game, you know, outscoring like this game in pretty much every quarter, but the second quarter, um, and coming away with a six-point win. Uh, like I said, that second matchup, um, lot lot better offensively from both squads. Um, a little bit higher, a little bit higher scoring of a game, 74-71. Um, Hornets Venom GT was able to take this one home as well. Um, Lakers gaming, like I said, just haven't had the greatest of years. I know they obviously had the number one pick. Um, the number one pick this year, but you know, it's a lot tall task acts for a rookie to kind of come in and change the the scope of your your franchise. You know, Lakers gaming hasn't been the greatest gaming, um, you know, great, greatest gaming te team in this NBA 2K league ever since their existence. Um, and like I said, it's just honestly that tradition has kept on this year as well. They're three and twenty right now for 15, 16 games back from first. You know, they're not even close to sniffing the playoffs right now. I think I've lost 11 in a row at this point. But the one thing I guess if I had to find a positive, they are 
I mean, they are looking a little bit better. Reese, the guys looking a little bit better. Um, they are keeping games a lot closer than they were at the beginning of the year. Um, just haven't been able to find a way to pull them out. But like I said, all in all, rookie wasn't being able to tr- turn their season around. They got a lot of questions that they have to answer, and you know, it's it's a long shot, but maybe they can surprise a lot of folks in the ticket, and maybe possibly somehow by the grace of God, make the playoffs in this NBA 2K League this year. But like I said, got swept on the night, 74-71. to 71. Um, And in the second matchup, first matchup, 63-57. to 57. Like I said, kept them close, kept the games close, but just wasn't able to do what they had to do and give what they had, give what they had to give to in order to, to pull out one win on the night. Um, So... That does it for them. Genji Tigers Grizz Gaming, like I said, split on the night. Uh Genji Tigers took the first matchup eighty two to sixty seven and then Grizz Gaming took the second one seventy one to sixty five. Taking a look at the standings real quick, um, because I think the only thing I didn't hit it on was the Hornets. And uh they're still sitting at second in the Eastern Conference behind Wizards District Gaming. They are sixteen and seven, three game win streak that they've been able to secure. Um and just two and a half behind with his district game. So maybe they'll pray for their downfall in the upcoming week and maybe they'll like I said try to look to snatch up that first place seed, which Wizards District Gaming has a pretty much a, a lock on that, a chokehold on that. But uh that does it for the matchups for the night. We're gonna take one more musical break and then we'll come back to, you know, just to wrap things up. Look look ahead to next week. Um and you know, everything that we have to look forward to in, in next week's matchups and games. Like I said, it's come down to end the season, come down to the wire. Um, there's a lot, uh, a lot of games still left to be played, but a lot of these games will have a big impact on playoff implications and the ticket implications as well. So, um, you know, teams are gearing up. They're, they're finalizing, you know, rosters, finalizing lineups and you know it's just coming down to the nitty-gritty there's a lot of teams that's trying to make pushes there's some teams that have shown that throughout this week um i want i do want to shout out raptors uprising and uh dimes like i said they they've turned their season around a good bit they're still at the bottom of the standings but you know nine and 17 four game win streak on the week you know that that's nothing to bat an eye at you know a few more games they possibly could be giving themselves better positioning and um, you know, fighting like I said for a possible playoffs. Um, like I said we're gonna wrap up the night. Look forward to next week, or look towards next week, August fourth is when we will be back, seven p.m. as always on Wednesday. Games that we have on slate for that day: Magic Gaming versus Grizz Gaming, which should be a very very good matchup. Um, middle of the standings crowd, um, of teams. Magic Gaming is sitting at ninth and Grizz Gaming is sitting fifth so big playoff implications but they're only separated by I believe three games so a sweep by Magic Gaming they could you know climb the boards um Warriors Gaming squad will be playing Kingsguard Gaming another heavyweight matchup as well pretty good games on slate fourth and fifth respectively like I said a sweep or a split can do a lot for one of the teams or a split you know pretty much will keep them in the same spot but a uh, sweep for Kings game and could have them leapfrogging Warriors gaming squad and like I said playoff implications are big coming down to the wire at the end of the season um the late slate of games that we have Blazers gaming versus Jazz gaming another should be another good one on hand Blazers gaming sitting at 
seventh in the West, 500 record, 10 and 10, while Jazz Gaming is sitting at third, led by 630, 14 and 8 on the year. So, um, like I said, not many games split. Um, like I said, Jazz Gaming is at third and Blazers Gaming sitting at seventh, but a sweep for Blazers Gaming, and they can see themselves, you know fly up the standing boards as well and the last slate of game on the night would be t-wolves gaming versus knicks gaming t-wolves we know top of the western conference at the moment 16 and 6 knicks will look to play spoiler they are sitting at 6 in the east conference right now at 12 and 10 looking to improve their position as well so they'll look to still one maybe two against t-wolves gaming and um show show the league that they're, they're they're here like i said they've been rising they've been playing Pretty well, pretty good basketball as well. You know, they're led by original Malik and Duck. So, no, they'll be excited and looking forward to this matchup um, against the number one squad in the Western Conference and looking, like I said, to improve their playoff position in the East as well. So, that does it for me on the night. Hope you guys enjoyed this week's 2K League. Hope you guys enjoyed the games tonight. Hope you guys enjoyed the post-game review. I am your guy, of course, Jelani Brown. Shout out to everybody that was listening shout out to everybody in 2k league shout out to mo murphy um vice president off the ball and the press of off the ball network chris lebron our one-year anniversary is coming up soon so definitely go over to twitter facebook instagram wherever you get your social media and follow us at off the ball and off the ball network um said doing big things over there if you want to hear us talk about 2k league let's hear talk about nba football we just got all guys from everywhere covering all things sports so um definitely check us check us out and uh, that does it for me tonight like i said we will see you back here next week on wednesday um for wednesday night fire blazers gaming jazz gaming t wolves gaming Knicks gaming blazers gaming jazz gaming and warriors gaming along with king's guard gaming um will be taking and magic gaming grid gaming don't want to forget them as well we'll be taking the floor so definitely want to check that out we'll see you next week Hope you guys have a good one, and I'll see you next time. Once again, we are Dash Radio's Nothing Minute channel. This is the NBA 2K League show, and we are jumping in now to the power rankings. And this, of course, is the power rankings through week number eight. That is the action that we did just finish. Now, lots of teams, to me, that I expected bigger things from, I was not as impressed as I normally am this week. So there's a number of teams on this list that are really going to jump around quite a bit, and we'll kind of go into uh, the different reasons for why a team was successful, why a team faltered, and some of the teams that really surprised me this week in terms of maybe a team that has been lower in the rankings that really had a nice week against maybe some good competition. So let's dive right in again. These are the power rankings through week eight. All right, so we are going to start off with the teams at the bottom. Starting off with the Lakers, they are 23, moving down one spot. They were 22 last week. You know, they did finish 0-4 this week. That's not going to get the job done, but I want to give them a little bit of credit. Now, minus 34 on the week, that's not going to get the job done, right? That's the point differential that they suffered. But I will say this, uh, they're 11th in the West, 3-20 and overall, but they were pretty impressive against the Hornets this week. Uh, close games so if you're a Lakers fan at least you have that and you're hoping maybe they can springboard better play into who knows maybe they find a way to 
make some sort of a run in the ticket tournament. I don't know. I don't think that's going to happen, but at least it's good to see them playing a little better basketball. Next up, we have the Hawks moving up one spot, one and three on the week. All right, and the Hawks now, again, moved them up one spot. I just felt like at 6-17 and 17 overall, they are more deserving of not having that last t- spot, the 23rd spot, like they did last week. So they moved up one spot, 1-3 and three this week, minus 25. They are 12th in the East and 6-17 and 17 overall. And I think I failed to mention this, but the Lakers are sitting at 11th in the West. So kind of let that sink in. Then we have at 21, the Mavs dropping two spots. They were 19th, 0-4. A minus 35 point differential, ninth in the West, and 6-15 and overall. Really not much to write home about for the Mavs. And number 20, the Pistons. You know, there was a time where this was a top-10 team, and I felt like they were in a pretty good position. And that seems like a long time ago, unfortunately. But they are still 6th in the West. 1-3 and this week, though, a minus 20. And they drop to 500 at 10-10 on the season. At 19, they were 20th last week. They did not play this week. The Bucks. I felt it was best to move them up because when the teams behind them now or the teams that you know are behind them this week you know, were as bad as they were, to me, I have to have the Bucks higher than that. 10th uh, in the West, 4-16 and 16 overall. So let's not pretend there's you know anything to write home about necessarily, but I just think they're in a position where when you to be fair let's think about it this way when you look at the bottom eight or so teams honestly it doesn't really matter at this point the teams that are in the bottom eight or so right now those are the teams that really don't have much of a shot to make a big difference uh, going forward i do i see any of these teams like going undefeated going on a monster run i don't it seems rather unlikely. And so it's just kind of uh, splitting hairs at this point when you get towards the end here. Looking at the next list, we have at 18, the Cavs are going to stay at 18 and 0-0 uh, zero and zero this week. They did not play any games. Eighth in the West, 7-15 and 15, uh, is where we're sitting in this spot at 18. At 17, dropping one spot is the Heat. Uh, two and two on the week. They were 16th last week. Minus 14 point differential. They are 10th in the East and 10 and 14 overall. At 16, I put in the Raptors who were able to dr- jump five spots. That's because 4 0, a plus 37 on the week. Now, unfortunately, still 11th in the East, but definitely playing better basketball. 9 and 17 overall, but this week 4 0, and we're talking impressive games against. The Nets and the Warriors, two of the better teams, I would say, in this league. In fact, coming into this week, the Nets were second in our power rankings here on the NBA 2K League show. So let that sink in. Uh, Good for the Raptors, a team that I always expected to get better than they had been showing us. It just hadn't happened yet. So maybe they've finally turned a corner. At 15, staying at 15, we have the Magic. They are 0-0 this week. They did not play any games. Ninth in the East and 10-12 overall. At 14... We have Gen G. They were 2-2 two and two on the week. That's plus 19, which is solid. 7th in the East, 11-10. and 10. I keep saying they're kind of my sleeper team, but they just seem to be kind of stuck. They don't make a, a giant jump. They don't really drop. They're really stuck kind of in mediocrity. So that's a team that maybe when it's all said and done, maybe they make a run. 
another team that was 2-2 two and two this week and does not move is the Warriors, still at 13, same as last week. Minus 4-point differential, 4th in the West, and 13-9 and nine overall. At 12, this is a team that dropped two spots, and man, have they fallen from grace. The Grizzlies, a team that was at one point fighting for maybe the top spot, and you just haven't seen that anymore. One and three, a minus 46-point differential. Definitely one of the worst teams this week. 12-9 and nine overall, fifth in the East, so let's not pretend that they're, you know, it's not all said and done at this point, but something happened. I don't know what it is, but the Grizzlies just do not seem to have it anymore. Another team that uh, is dropping a few spots this week, the Kings. They dropped to 11th. They were 6th last week. The Kings 1-3 and three this week, a minus 20-point differential, although 5th in the West at 11-10. and 10. I will say this, too, if you look at that, you know, 5th in the East is at 12-9. and 5th in the West is 11-10. and 10. So you can definitely kind of extrapolate that and say to yourself, all right, well, contrary to the, um, the actual NBA, it's pretty clear that the the East here in the NBA 2K League is definitely a little deeper, maybe a little stronger. The Kings sit at number 11, uh, like we said, and then we move on to 10, and that is the Celtics. They move up two spots to 10 from 12. They did not play this week, 10 and 10 overall, though, and 8th in the East. Blazer 5 sitting at spot number 9. They moved up two spots from 11, 2-2 two and two on the week, plus 16 point differential. Very solid there. Uh, seventh in the West and at ten and ten overall. Now we kind of start to jump into the, uh, the more so the creme de la creme. These are to me where you get into the uh, more top teams, uh, the more impressive teams for me. Uh, next up we have the Knicks. They did not play this week, but uh, they they've been solid. Uh, they were seventh last week. We do drop one spot just because some other teams up front were a little more deserving. Sixth in the East though, twelve and ten overall. At number seven, we have the Sixers moving up two spots. They were 0 and 0. They also did not play this week, but they are third in the East at 13 and 7. At six, dropping four spots, the aforementioned Nets. We talked about how they really did not play well this week. Dominated by a Raptors team that had before this week, you know, only had five victories. So let that sink in a little bit. Again, one and three in the week, a minus 44 point differential. That's not going to get it done. Fourth in the East, 15-11 and 11 overall on the season. And they were second coming into this week. So, you know, four spots isn't a big drop necessarily, but they, they, they're they a team that uh, if they want to stay in this competition, they need to play better. At five, we have the Jazz jumping up eight spots. Or sorry, jumping up three spots from eight. And then they were three and one this week, a plus 28. Third in the West and 14-8 and eight overall. At number four, moving up one spot, is the Pacers. They were fifth last week, 4-0, a plus 54. They are second in the West, 18-7 and overall, and they destroyed the Grizzlies. We talked about the Grizzlies having a little bit of a fall from grace, but you know this week part of it is just the Pacers are playing that well. So that's something to really watch for. Another team that's playing really well right now is the Hornets. They are third this week, fourth last week, 4-0 on the week, plus 29-point differential, and they are second in the East, 16-7. and Here's the thing I want to say, though. They played the Hawks and the Lakers. You're going to play the Hawks and the Lakers. If you're going to be a good team, you should win. And my only concern here is I wish they had been a little more dominant. These games were a little closer than I would have hoped. And number two, Wolves move up one spot from three. They did not play this week, but I just that's one of my favorite teams. It's a team I think has a good shot of winning it all. 
and they are first in the West and 16 and 6 overall. And then last but certainly not least, the top team once again, Wizard District, and they 4-0 this week, a plus 49. No shock, they are first in the East. They are arguably, I think, maybe not even arguably, I think you can, we can all pretty much agree that the Wizards are the best team in the NBA 2K League right now, sitting at 18-4. and four. That's going to do it for our power ranking segment. Now let's jump into our preview segment. You want to take a look at some of the matchups, I guess all the matchups actually, coming in to week number nine. There's a, a lot of good basketball to be had, and you do not want to miss it. reminder that you can watch it on YouTube. You can watch it on Twitch. There's lots of different options, but if you do not have that option, let's say you're sitting in your GM car, make sure you tune in here on Dash Radio's Nothing Minute channel as all the action are live on our airwaves. So that's something you definitely want to take part in. So let's start it off with the Week 9 matchups. Night number one, this is going to be August 4th, Magic taking on Grizz Gaming. To me, this is going to be... I think it's going to be a, a, a close, tough matchup, and we're going to get a one and one split. I would love to pick the Grizzlies to be 2-0, and but they have not played that well. The Magic were the team that I thought was going to be a team to maybe make a run in that turn tournament, and instead they, they really faltered. And so both these teams really aren't playing great basketball right now. I'm going to say a 1-1 split. Warriors taking on Kingsguard. Another couple teams that just haven't been super impressive. I do think we're going to get another 1-1 split in this one. Moving on, we have Blazer 5 taking on Jazz Gaming. Once again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with my split. I do think it's going to be one game apiece here in the Blazers and the Jazz series. This is kind of interesting and very different. Normally, I feel like I go into the week expecting sweeps or expecting you know poor play or maybe teams that aren't going to be as competitive playing against some of the better teams in the league. And this week, I feel like we got some pretty good matchups. Uh, T-Wolves Gaming then takes on Knicks Gaming as the last matchup of the night. And I think this is an instance where I feel like T-Wolves game is going to take both games. I do think it's going to be close, though. I think it'll be close, but T-Wolves ultimately take both contests. And then Knicks taking on Wizards District the second night. Really unfortunate for the Knicks. I don't see how they beat Wizards District. But at the same time, I don't see that they're I – don't, I don't feel strongly they're going to go 0-4. So I think they're going to sneak out a win somewhere, whether it's worse the – whether it's versus the Wolves or the Wizards, I do think they're going to sneak out at least one victory. But, man, talk about a tough schedule. Taking on the top two teams in the league, that is not something you want to see when you look at your schedule. And then Kingsguard taking on the Warriors. Uh, this is another interesting matchup, but ultimately I do think we get a one game apiece here. I think that makes the most sense from, kind of from where I'm coming from. Uh, Bucks taking on Pistons GT. Pistons looking to get back on track, I guess you could say, in this one. And uh, the Bucks really have been a struggling team, did not play this past week. Maybe they, you know, come out with a little more vigor. But ultimately, I do think I could see this definitely being a, a piston sweep of the Bucks. Celtics crossover taking on Magic Gaming. This is uh, two teams that are, again, we've talked about this before, but they're kind of stuck in that uh, no man's land. Not a great team. They're not bad teams by any means. And so I ultimately, I do think we get some sort of a, I think a split. Uh, maybe, maybe a, you know, it's also possible it's a split, but both teams, you know, win their games decisively. Would that shock me? Not at all. So that's what I'll go with. We'll go with the split in the Celtics-Magic gaming matchup here. And then taking a look at, uh, that's going to do it for, so that's the August 5th 
action. Now we'll jump to the August 6th action. In the first game on the list, we have the Mavs taking on Jazz Gaming. I do think the Jazz are in a much better spot than the Mavs, and I do think this will be a sweep, Jazz taking both games. Speaking of sweep, T-Wolves Gaming taking on the Cavs. To me, this shouldn't even be close, and I do think T-Wolves get a sweep here as well. Sixers taking on Blazer 5 Gaming. This could be, I think this could be a pretty good matchup. You know, you talk about the Sixers and the Blazers, both top 10 teams for me right now in the power rankings. Blazer 5 at 10 and 10, Sixers at 13 and 7. Kind of a tough call here. I think, you know, coming off of a bye week, 76ers are going to really be focused, and I'm actually going to take them in two wins, two close wins, mind you. And then you have Gen G taking on the Grizz. And to me, you know what I think? I think the Gen G are going to take advantage of a, a, a faltering Grizz gaming team. And Gen G is going to get the 2-0 sweep in this matchup. Next up, Wizards District. Uh, this is August 7th action. This will be the last night of week number nine. And Wizards taking on Gen G. I like this a lot. And I'm going to I'm gonna say that Gen G steals one. And they end up finishing this game or finishing this week 3-1. and one which I think would be very solid if you're a fan of Gen G. Bucks taking on Mavs Gaming. Neither of these teams are anything to write home about. I do think this would just be a good opportunity for both teams to maybe get a win. So we'll go 1-1 in this series. 76ers taking on Celtics Crossover. Uh, this, could be a, a per, this could be a pretty good matchup, but ultimately I do think that 76ers are going to take this one. Wouldn't shock me if it was 2-0. and oh. And then you end the night, Pistons taking on the Cavs. And Pistons, I think, are going to take both these games. I think they are going to get the sweep of Cavs Legion to cap off Week 9 action. So that's going to do it for the power rankings and the look ahead at the schedule and predictions. That's going to also do it for the NBA 2K League show here on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. Remember, if you miss any portion of this show or any of our other shows, all of our content can be found on all of the major podcast platforms, whether it's Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, we can be found on all the major platforms. That's going to do it for this week's edition. And until next week, keep it 2000.